0: I thank God this is a challenge, and uh, if you have been with us in the first few weeks of lessons, there will be that review, such so many of you are not here, so we cannot cover it today. So we are going to go to certain questions, it is new will to will. next. There. First thing as we analyze this, taken from our text in Matthew 7, verse 21, 27. Now we look at verse 21. The question is, who can enter the kingdom of heaven? And the answer is he who does the will of God. Now the question is, is it by words or works? For by grace are you saved through faith and not of yourselves. It is the gift of God, not of any works lest any man should boast. So, is it by word? By how does does it go? In Romans 10, 9 and 10, if you will confess with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you will be saved, hallelujah. So a person say, Jesus, you are my Lord. Ah, I am now saved, I am sure to get to heaven. Wait a minute, it's more than that. There's a confession, like in a wedding. What makes a man a husband? And what makes a woman a wife? When the minister priest says, Do you take this man to be your wedded husband? To have to hold from this day forward? How many paragraphs does the woman have to reply? No, only two words. I do. And now for the lady to become a wife. Do you take this woman to be your wedded wife? To have to hold? Then the man will say, I do. Not a long sentence. And so, Jesus, Lord... Hallelujah. Am I saved? But for wedding, that's lifelong. But with Jesus Christ, it's for all eternity. But again, does a man really have that faith? So, now we talk about faith. We have to believe. Now, I'm going to assign this reading to certain individuals. So, I will ask Lena to read James 2, 19. And then, uh, Josiah, 1 John 5. One, and then my wife, 1 John 5, 5, and then Renee, 1 Thessalonians four fourteen. The emphasis of faith. You can say the words, but do you have the faith? Wow, this is a good challenge. You see, new will to will is based on not only words, but our faith. So now we first listen to James two nineteen. 19. Elena. We are doing like a Bible study here. It's not just an outright sermon. Because we are praying that God will use you also to disciple somebody else. That's why we provide you the sheets. Because if we don't, then you cannot remember all that we study from God's word now. So now, James chapter 2, verse 19. Okay. Anna? James 2 19. Okay, you you can read aloud. Okay, it's basically by faith. Now, 1 John 5 1. Josiah? Whosoever believes that Jesus is the Christ is born of God, and everyone that loves him that's begotten. Loves him also, that is begotten of him. Okay, first, believe he's the Christ. Believe he's the Son of God. Okay, next, First John five five. First John five five. Only he who believes that Jesus is the Son of
1: God.
0: Okay. Believe that Jesus is the Son of God. Okay, there are now certain details there. And now, 1 Thessalonians 4.14, Rene. For if we believe that Jesus died and rose again, even so God will bring with him those who have fallen asleep in Jesus. Amen. So this Christmas season. Almost the whole world, whether Christian or not, hearing the carols and celebration of Christmas, Jesus was born in Bethlehem. Does that save you? Jesus was born the Virgin Mary. Does that save you? No, these are some of the aspects that we have to put our faith in. He's the Christ. He's the Son of God. He's one who died and rose again. Wow. That's why we have to know Jesus. He's just not somebody born in Bethlehem. He is our Savior. But again, something is deeper than that. Now we talk about works. Talks in verse 2. That you may say with your words, but you don't live accordingly. Depart from me, you worker of iniquity. We have to live our life by our faith. That He is our Lord. He is our God. He is our King. Now, we'll read Acts 9, 4-6. I will assign this to Nelia. And then uh, James two fourteen to 26, to joy. Okay? we like the Holy Spirit to be the one to sink this in, in our hearts. As we talk about Jesus Christ and what is our faith. And now, not only the words, but our works. Is it by going to church a lot? By reading many chapters of the Bible daily? By hours of prayer? Is that the works we mentioned of here? So we go first to Acts 9, 4 to 6. Yeah, yeah?
1: It is hard for you
0: to against the the. And then the last so verse. And said,
1: Lord, what do you want me?" To do?
0: Okay, this is an illustration of what works is. It's not all the ceremonial works, but here Saul was on his way to capture Christians, put them in jail, whatever. But now the voice from, came from heaven. Saul, Saul, why are you persecuting me? Now Saul was really dedicated to God. Worshipping Jehovah. Now the voice coming from heaven. Calling him by name. Saul, Saul, why are you persecuting me? Persecuting you. Who are you? Lord. Ah. Now he calls. This is God. I am Jesus of Nazareth. Whom you're persecuting. I am Jesus. His response Lord, what do you want me to do? That should be the attitude of one who is born again. Lord, what do you want me to do? It is serve the king while you are enlisted in the army and you are made a soldier. Sir, what's the order of the day? May bulletin board there. These are the duties we fulfill during the day. These are our mission. You are going to belong to the You are to that. The soldier does not choose where he will go, what he will do. He is assigned to do. Sir, what do you want me to do? Is that your attitude? Jesus, what do you want me to do? David said, I would even be a janitor in the temple. I will be most honored. Whatever little work, Lord, what do you want me to do? Who was so? He was one of the top students in Jerusalem. Trained in the scriptures. So when I said, I am Jesus of Nazareth, whom you're persecuting, after that, he was anointed, and then he started to give his testimony in Damascus, and then he disappeared. Six months, 18 months, where did he go? In the Muslim religions. At the foot of Mount Sinai yes God you spoke to Moses I don't have a Bible no Jew at the time had a Bible not nobody only the priest in the temple and the king in the palace but by constant memory learning from God's Word ah Jesus you are the promised Messiah and so from then on he gave his life Lord what do you want me to do nobody told him what to do the Holy Spirit told him, I would like all of you to challenge, Lord, what is it you want me to do? Not necessarily maybe coming behind the pulpit and preach, but to minister to somebody. Maybe you're not like Peter, not like Paul, meeting a lot of people. Talk about Andrew. What did he ever do? Do we remember? Who's Andrew? The father of brother of Peter. What did he do? He led his brother to Christ. That's the only record that Andrew did. But he led his brother to Christ. And he's one of the apostles. Chosen apostles of God. You don't have to be prominent and big like those great evangelists. That's their mission. Lord, what is your mission for me? What should I do? No matter how Insignific, insignificant before the world, before God. We are obeying him and follow him. Sir, what do you want me to do? Now the next is in James 2, 14 to 26. Joy? James uh, chapter 2, 14 to 26. What use is it, my brethren, if someone
1: says he has faith, but he has no works, will that faith save him? If a brother or sister is without clothing and in need of daily food, and one who says to, to them, go in peace, be warm, and be filled, and yet you do not give them what is necessary for their body, what use is that? Even so, faith, if it has no works, is dead, being by itself. But someone, they will say, you have faith and I have works, Show me your faith without the works, and I will show you my faith by my works. You believe that God is one. You do well that demons also believe and shudder. But are you willing to recognize, you foolish fellow, that faith without works is useless? Was not Abraham our father justified by works when he offered up Isaac his son on the altar? You see that faith was working with his works, as a result of the works faith has perfected and the scripture was fulfilled which says and abraham believed god and it was reckoned with him as righteousness and he was called the friend of god you see that man is justified by works and not by faith alone in the same way was not rahab the harlot also justified by works when she received the messengers and sent them out by
0: another way? For just as the body without the spirit is dead, so also faith without, dead. faith without works is dead. Faith without works is dead. The Jews almost have over a thousand commandments detailed, given, independent. So much. But Jesus said, there are only two commandments. The first and greatest commandment is, thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, and with all your strength. And second, love your neighbor as yourself. And so here in James, you say you love God. But there's somebody who's destitute, in need. You have the means. Maybe not solve all his problems, but you can contribute a little. And if we just say, oh, I don't have much, I cannot share with you. Where is the love of God? Where is the love? So there, the faith is dead. We cannot re- if you cannot love your brother, how do you say we love God? And that's where the devil is successful. He say, you just all go to the religious activities and ceremonies. But relating to somebody else, there is no love. We have to love our brother and our sister. But in the passage too, in James chapter 2, 14 to 16, even the devils believe in God. Are they saved? In the book of Job, Satan even appeared before God to give his report what he was doing, although God knew. And God said, Have you considered my servant Job? Oh, Satan knows who God is. He knows that God is in heaven. Righteous and just. And how can I touch Job? You're protecting him. I cannot. Unless you permit me. They are under God's order. They don't go beyond. But they're allowed to test the creation of God. As we go through these pilgrimages. And like Adam and Eve. God gave the choice, the will, either obey God or ignore God or self-serve. As we go on to the next building this up, we'll pause for a while. And I asked Nati, to sing us the song that the Lord has laid upon her heart. Your song. Your song. Yeah. What on that? You have your copy with you, the song Uh, you're going to sing? I thought they're going to put it there. No, no, not not, not on the screen. The song she's going to sing is Oh Holy Night.
2: Can I take this off? Sure. sure. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm not a good singer. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. But I will sing for the Lord. Amen. And we thank you, the Lord, for all the blessing. Because this is a wake-up call for us Amen. to the whole world. that. that pandemic, we forget to pray, we forget to go to the charts. So that's why this is a wake up call, not only in America, but the whole world. Amen. You know, what? it's not the donation It's not the is not the you come here. We should put Jesus here and Amen. here. We always pray deep prayers. And do you believe that if you pray deep prayer, she's listening and he give you what you are asking for. In this pandemic, we're asking the Godfather, the heavenly father, bless the vaccine for this, the medicine that he gave us, please. Thank you, Lord, for all the blessing that you gave us and guide us, the sister and brother, Pastor Prada and the family, and Pastor Jesse, our family and us. Amen. Don't forget to phrase, we have seven days. One day is only for the church. One day for the Godfather, he needs that. Give that and invite people, invite your friends. I do invite here. I told uh, Pastor Jesse, but you know, we dedicate one day for him. We work for six days, whatever we do, but one day we give it to him. Deep prayer. You know, when, when I came here on the other, I'm a Catholic. I'm Catholic. Then when I met Pastor Jesse, I converted to Christian. But... I get out of the Christian because of verbal, verbal abuse by one Christians. I go back to Catholic. Then Pastor Jesse encouraged me again to come down here. So it's not that I ignore everything because I dedicate myself. I'm a cancer survivor. I'm pre-cancer now. Do you know what I, you do when you pray to God close your eyes and then when you feel like somebody you feel cold and your your hair is like standing that means the Lord is listening to you the spirit is with you the spirit of Jesus is with you they hear you they give what you're asking for thank you Lord now I'm missing this only Pastor Jesse is my big fan okay Oh, holy night, the stars are brightly shining. It is the night of our dear Savior's birth. Long lay the world, its sins and error finding, till he appeared. And the soul bell its word. A trill of hope. The very word rejoices. For yonder breaks a new and glorious morn. Fall on your knees. Oh, hear the angel voices, oh, night divine, oh, night when Christ was born, oh, night divine, oh, night I feel like crying, oh, not divine. The Lord. Thank, you.
0: Thank, you. <laughs> sure. thank you. Our sister Natalie oh, Jones, yeah. <laughs> and she said she feels at home here. Because not that we are perfect people, but she feels the love. And that's the most important thing in the Christian life. And so, it talks about now in the second part, what will be the answer of the Lord to this one who says, have I not done miracles in your name? Have I not been used at great things? I've donated a lot, maybe. I'm very active in the church. I'm a pastor of a big church. And Jesus will say, I never knew you. Depart from me, you workers of iniquity. Now the judge is not the pastor. The judge is not the bishop. The judge is not a congregation that will vote about you. There's only one judge, and that is Jesus Christ. And the song, Fall on Your Knees, or oh, Hear the Angel Voices. Jesus, born in fulfillment of prophecy to be our Savior, but also He is the judge. Everybody will stand before Him. But thank God, Christians will not face Jesus as the judge anymore. Walk with Christ and obey Christ. It's only those that He will say, Depart from me, ye workers of iniquity. Now we're going to see certain passages here that will tell us, Depart from me, ye workers of the iniquity. You'll see that in your notes, the specific verse, but in a group. It says in Revelation 6, 9 to 11, particularly verse 11. Now the angel is now talking to John as he has written the book of Revelation. And the angel said, Rest ye for a little season unto the fellow servants also, and their brethren that should be killed as they were should be fulfilled. Meaning to say, the day is coming When the church will go through immense tribulation. I wonder if we're entering it now. And the angel is saying, rest for a little season. The fellow servants, also the brethren, they'll be killed also. But they will be faithful unto death. And we'll wait for it to be fulfilled. Then we go on to Revelation 7, 9 to 14. These are they which came out of great tribulation and have washed their robes and made them white in the blood of the Lamb. What are these? They are not their white robes. They came out of the tribulation. Part of the Christians, part of the church will go through the tribulation. They too. The blood was shed. But that's not, not that's only part of it. So Revelation 19, 6 to 9. And he said unto me, John writes, Blessed are they which are called unto the marriage supper of the Lamb. And he said unto me, These are the true say- sayings of God. Sorry for typo. It should be capital G. God. Blessed are they which are called unto the marriage supper of the Lamb. What is this telling? Us. we going to tribulation. And even before those who are not even gone to tribulation, and they die in the Lord, and everyone who die in the Lord are invited to the marriage supper of the Lamb. Jesus said, "One day with the Lord is like a thousand years, and a thousand years as one day." So all this, how many thousand years? It is just like a few days. As Christians are dying, going up, faithful to the Lord. They are, or we are, I'm trusting. Your faith in Christ is pure. Your faith in Christ is strong. We are invited to the married supper of the Lamb. It is not clear in the scripture exactly what happens there, aside from eating. But I feel something very, very important, as the next verse will show us. Yet He had part in the first resurrection. On such the second death hath no power. But they shall be priests of God and of Christ. And shall reign with him a thousand years. What is this telling us? The marriage supper of the Lamb is before the millennium. Are you listening? Before the millennium. And that marriage supper of the Lamb. I believe it's not stated. That is where the different commissions will be given to those in the marriage supper of the Lamb. You'll be a priest, you will reign in this place, that place, that place, and you'll be also a, a priest. Why? According to Romans chapter 11, it will come to the time when time will come to an end of the end of the millennium, every Jew alive will be born again into the kingdom of God. Why? Jesus is now seated on the throne in Jerusalem. He reigns for, for 1,000 years in justice and peace. And the Jews have been waiting for the Messiah. And they say, undoubtedly, this is the Messiah. But many have already died. And they always say, it's the Christians who killed us. Starting from the time of the Romans, time to time of, of Hitler, and many Jews were killed. It's because of those Christians The Jews are saying That's why when the gospel is brought to Jerusalem and among the Jews, you Christians, you are the cause of our tribulation. You're the cause of our death. And only the mercy of God will see beyond that. Their mind is so afraid of the Christians. And yet many Christians are coming in pilgrimage to Jerusalem. Okay, come on, we'll make money from you. Come on, come on. You show this place, the place, these hotels and so on. Come on, come on, come on. But Christ, no way. No way. But again, for you and I, especially as Gentiles, when we put our faith in Christ at the marriage supper of the Lamb, and so when Jesus comes with all of us back to earth to establish. His throne there in Jerusalem. What is He telling us? We will reign with Him for a thousand years. Are you preparing for that? He's not only preparing to be in heaven. After the millennium and then live with Christ. There will be no ranking there anymore. No assignment. No. We will just be fellowshipping and worshipping. But now. We are being studied. Our Commitment to Jesus Christ as our Lord, our King, our Master. Preparing for this 1,000 years. What will be your role? What will you be doing? It depends on who we are now in this pilgrimage we are in. Just be faithful to Jesus Christ. love Him with all our heart, with our soul, with all our mind. And give love and show love to those even who hate us. The test is coming, and very, very strong. Sorry, I get so excited and I push it so hard sometimes. Somebody said, Pastor, your voice is very strong. Uh, Anyway, now we come to the last part. What are some of of God's will that are clearly written in His Word? It's there right before you, but with a few words of explanation. In 2 Peter 3.9, it talks about we should repent. Repentance, I'll repeat this, I've mentioned this before. Repentance and confession are not the same, although they come together. Confession is we admit before God where we have sinned. Or we admit before God, if you confess with your mouth, Jesus is Lord. Confess, declare, and we also declare is not declare to yourself, but when Saul recognized, "Who are you, Lord? I'm Jesus of Nazareth." Lord, what will you have me to do? He was with other soldiers and he was talking with Jesus. Confess with your mouth, Jesus is Lord. Yeah, it's good. A person comes forward and takes Jesus as Lord. Fine, but there are more to that. The next is. He has to abstain from evil. What was that in our reading in the text for today in Matthew 7, depart from me, ye workers of iniquity. It cannot be. We say, Jesus, you're my Lord, but we obey the devil. We follow him. And why? The temptation is not only within, but also from outside temptation. The lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life. And Adam and Eve were really, you know, tricked and saying, the day you eat of this, you will not die, but you will have, you will know between good and evil, you will be like gods. Oh. And sure enough, as soon as they ate, they found out they were naked. Why be ashamed? They were the only two existing people. But morality came in. Then you between God, uh, good and evil. So the temptation comes in. Also, with our body, we have to make a choice. And obey God most of all. And so, the next is Ephesians 5, 17 and 18. We cannot overcome the evil in this world. But we have to be filled by the Holy Spirit. Not only to overcome the evil, but by the Holy Spirit. Know God's will and with the power to go. You will receive power. After that, the Holy Ghost has come upon you, and you will be my witnesses. Talk about that power is not convincing power, but you have that authority. Declaring God's word, that boldness, even at the face of death. Stephen dared to give a testimony, although he meant he'll be stoned to death. Who cares? There, the judgment is on Henry, but he declared that Jesus. Is the Son of God. Can we have the courage? Only the Holy Spirit can help us and give us the power. And lastly, Thessalonians 5.18, that we will know how to give thanks to all things. We're just done with Thanksgiving. And as we are now entering into Christmas, how thankful are we that in Philippians chapter 2, Jesus in the form of God did not think it to be robbery or to hold on to his position as God. And yet that was the original plan before the creation of the world. The world will become flesh. Why? The creation of God through other Eve will fall into sin and they have to be redeemed. But God already knew us that right and authority is given to each one of us, the will. We will decide whether we will believe in Him or not. Whether He'll become our Lord, our Master, our King, or we will just be the Master of our lives. Determine what we want to do. What is more comfortable. What is more profitable. Can we thank God. Jesus. You died on the cross for me. You are willing to become a baby. Be in the womb. For nine months. The almighty God. He shall be called. The wonderful God. Mighty God. The Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. That one who will be born is the Everlasting Father. What? It can be a challenge for us to understand and believe. Now, I have here two illustrations about the firefighters and the soldiers. When the Americans and the British regular their soldiers and they went into Europe to fight against the Nazi. As they were coming to the shores with their boats to put down the soldiers. There were no bothers that said, Welcome. Welcome, no. There were machine gun nets on them. And the soldiers were just falling, dying, dying. Did they run back? Did they run away? No. For the cause of freedom, for the people from the nation, from from Britain, because the Germans were trying to attack England and also for the United States, that they will expand through Hitler. We are going to put a stop to it. And so they were willing to die. What is he feeling? Body, we have our natural Protection. That when a fly is coming to our eye, immediately close our eyes, we drive it away. It is just built in us. The body will reject and protect itself. But why die? Because the will in that soldier has already convinced I am to pay my role. Even if I die, eventually we will win. Are you getting the picture? Many died. And thousands of Americans died there. But they won the battle because they didn't retreat. They went forward as a team and working forward. And even a firefighter, there is somebody crying inside. He has to be delivered. Maybe the fourth floor, fifth floor. And they're not putting the ladder, but somebody has to go in. He says, you can come out of the burning building. Depending on others and equipment he has, he is willing to give his life and rescue that baby or that old person inside. The body said, Don't protect yourself. But I'm committed. I'm a firefighter. I'm going to save that person. The only Christian life is not necessarily to save that other person, it's your relationship with Jesus Christ. Don't let your body dictate. And overrule your will. And be able to say like Jesus in Gethsemane. Not my will. But thine be done. Mm -hmm. These are the only people. Who will enter into glory. And will reign with Christ. For 1,000 years. As a priest. And reign there. As an assigned leader. Under the throne of Jesus Christ on Jerusalem, I am challenging you, say, God, not my will, but thine be done, that your will will be supreme in my life, and I will know your will as I study your word, and I will be that person in this world. Let us pray. Oh, God in heaven, this will be a big challenge for us, and we are trusting in you. And just like your son, Jesus Christ, knowing that he was guiltless, never sinned, but the wages of sin is death. He took the punishment upon himself and died on the cross for our sake. The Holy Son of God, God himself in the flesh, the Word to be our Savior. What a wonderful God you are. And Lord, help us to know our role Whatever little thing you have assigned to us, that man will not acclaim. But Lord, we just want to do your will. To live according to your will. And glorify your name. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen.